1: welcome to brother Date! it's not the Star Trek edition so that's you get fanfare for that I'm Matthew and I'm Judah um yeah dog it's uh, uh somehow another week has passed without me getting like super ahead on the Star Trek project I, uh, I had I also, opportunities uh, to watch episodes and I went mm, you know what I'm gonna enjoy the break
0: I myself have watched precisely zero of the episodes yeah
1: <clears throat> so we'll we'll have to rush we'll have to Pound all those out as soon as we can in time for next week. But for this week, it's uh, mailbag and uh, other, other interests, other cultural interests. Might be music, might be, uh, might be other stuff. We'll see what happens. I like to keep it a secret.
0: Aww.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Do it! Do it! Do it!
0: Do it! Do it! Do Da-da-da. it! I'm gonna, no bag.
1: I'm gonna joust somebody's fucking face off. No I mean, face anymore for them.
0: For sure is jousting.
1: I'm gonna get them right under the chin and just kind of peel that shit up. And Momentum will do the rest.
0: Uh, we're going all the way back to August 17th. What? Um, when okay. Ryan was substantially less caught up.
1: Time machine.
0: He seems to have been doing, like, quite a bit of work. Putting yeah. in the work.
1: Do you remember how great the world was? All the way back in mid-August? It's just like... They're... Houston wasn't underwater. Yep. It was like uh we were only on Trump scandal 38. <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: Now we're what are we at like 44 or something?
0: I know so, we don't you know. I know we don't talk about this. But did he really show up in Houston and say that there was a great crowd, great turnout?
1: Yep. Fuck. <sighs> yeah, he's he's got all the problems. He's got all the problems. Fuck. All the ones that we were <laughs> I don't, yeah, this just is gonna, no
0: more, just no more democracy, right? This, We've this, proven that we can't handle it.
1: I'm afraid we're going to open the floodgates, and it's going to be a five pod series. I just, uh, I just don't even. I
0: don't, I don't want to do it. I just.
1: So all of the problems we were worried about—that was like two percent of what the real deal is. He is so much more unhinged and less in control than even people were afraid he would be.
0: I mean, it, and it seems like the story this week is people are just starting to go on strike, like. Like, they're just not going to do what he says anymore.
1: Yeah, I think it's time. I think that's a good time for that. Um,
0: He's going to be so mad.
1: I think people, even the people who were very scared must have assumed that there would be some temperance that the office would provide, just like eh, the very nature of it. Oh, yeah. The nature of the responsibility of it would provide just this much restraint. But I'm, no, I'm sure
0: a bunch no. of people said, well, you know, the president doesn't actually have that much power. I said or, "I well, said it
1: 50 well, times. Well, I said that exact like, thing. Yeah,
0: it's... <laughs> There's a whole system of checks and balances.
1: Yeah, it turns out the system you need is to uh, uh, go to a cabin. Just go to a cabin in the woods and live there and declare that it is now a country. You're ca- the cabin you're living in. And I'm then cabin just, president. I'm, just, just, I'm the cabin lord. Just live out there in the cabin and try not to worry about what's going on. I yep. That's the only system that's going to work. Politics uh, roundup!
0: Way back on August 17th, uh, Ryan wrote in to say, at Brother Date, wait, so Ben has a pre-recorded official segment now?
1: That's what happens when you're caught up, when you're participating, yep. when you're an active member of the Brother Date community.
0: This this dude regularly gets his Star Trek reviews in before either of us are done. <laughs> it's true. Last time he got it in before either of us had watched an episode. <laughs>
1: That's also true.
0: <laughs> so, not only is he participating. Yeah. He's, he's kind of leading the show.
1: He's, he's kind of dominating right now. So, yeah, if you want to dominate, you dominate, we'll, we'll give you anything you want.
0: Ryan, if you want to send me a recording of you saying, I'm Ryan, what the hell did this mean? We'll play it before the mailbag. <laughs> That's
1: right. There's going to be a few of those I have a feeling. <clears throat> yeah. That's okay. That's my favorite kind of mailbag question because it's like a quiz. It's a quiz game.
0: So. Oh, on August 18th, that brother date, still Ryan, hitting the road with three plus hours of pod. First up, yes, nobody over 30 should have a song for a ringtone. That's not what I said.
1: Mm. I said
0: don't have a ringtone.
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't want to hear your phone at all for anything.
0: Yes, it should not be an Offspring song. <laughs> yeah. 100% it shouldn't be.
1: Well, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of when it must have must have been 2008, 2009 I had a Tupac ringtone that I was particularly proud of. You know, because it was topical, 2008, 2009, uh, yes. when Tupac was on top.
0: <laughs> yes, um, it's true. When I had my first Motorola Razor <laughs> I absolutely did cut the opening to the granddaddy song AM-180 and use that as my ringtone.
1: Yeah, I think mine was um, California Love. It was Tupac's verse from California Love. That
0: was
1: a that's long time ago. That's a pretty ago. solid verse. Yeah, well, out, on, out on bail, I'm... fresh out of jail, California
0: dreamin'. I am a little surprised it wasn't something from How Do You Want It.
1: I I I may not have done it myself. I may have found what was commercially available and that's
0: specifically tell me is it cool to fuck.
1: <laughs> tell me is it cool to fuck? Did you think I come to talk a mile fool or what? Uh I'm not even um I'm just saying that was so long ago. And that's in a time when it was acceptable to do such a terrible thing. But I still feel bad about it.
0: Yeah. It was wrong. What I did was wrong. It was bad. What we did. I, and I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Um. Ben wrote in on the 18th to say, uh, at Brother Day, all right, backpedaling on Bowie, but I didn't like the Stones version either. Well, I'm that really ruined L- Let's Spend the Night Together for me, listening to that bad, bad Bowie version.
1: It was so bad. It was, uh, again, okay, we listened to it two weeks ago. We couldn't, was that two weeks ago? We couldn't yeah. even figure out what he was doing other than just it was like a bad, fake, rockabilly nonsense. It was garbage. Yes, weird he inflections was, and... Ugh.
0: He was prophesying the arrival of Meatloaf, but... That's right, that's exactly right. But so what?
1: Yeah, not good.
0: Uh, and by the also, way, he doesn't
1: like the Rolling Stones version, so what?
0: Also on At Brother Date. Uh, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't like the Rolling Stones version. Okay, well...
1: That's weird to me. I think there. you're weird.
0: I used to like it. Um, weird that Ryan is three months behind. So you have to remember his context, and he will have to remember three months from now.
1: That's right. When we bring it up, that is true. It's true. He might not be able to confirm anything that we're saying. Yep. He might be. He might say a comment. We'll try to figure it out, and he'll go. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe.
0: <laughs> um, Ryan again on the eighteenth. I would argue that Data is not having emotions over almost losing the Enterprise in. Well, he says one zero one zero one zero zero one. That's got that not wrong. quite correct. Got it wrong there. It's one one zero zero one zero zero one.
1: Please do not call yourself a fan.
0: No, it, it was pretty close. He got the second half right. Um, he is programmed to know that losing the ship would be shameful. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so he's so... acting.
1: He's pretending to be full of shame because he he believes that is the reaction that they will want out of him.
0: Uh, so here's my my thought on this even if you assume that's true although the canon interpretation is that he is specifically programmed not to have emotions because yep. lore was such a piece of shit right and uh and yep. dr Seung was like well this time let's not
1: just like our next president won't have emotions
0: <laughs> this, oh, is man. It. this is it everybody Oh my god! Wouldn't you love a robot like Al Gore or something? Yeah, for the next one, that'd be pretty good. I mean, he was really good in Futurama. To, to tell you that, let <laughs> me make a point. Well, of that he was, has written the
1: Mighty Moonworm. So
0: I've written the Mighty Moonworm. Oh, uh, uh, that was that was like fifteen years ago now.
1: Yeah, I just, I feel like if Data was acting like he had emotions, he probably wouldn't tell everyone all the time.
0: You and I have different theories on this. I'm saying... if you think you have emotions, you have emotions, is my take.
1: Oh, okay. Like,
0: what's the distinction between being programmed to have an emotion and having an emotion?
1: Agreed. My point was, if you were programmed to show your emotions, you wouldn't walk around all day telling everyone you didn't have emotions. It would be a real mixed message. You'd be sitting there going, huh? No, I don't have emotions. Uh, I'm just programmed to act like I do at all times.
0: So, uh, so the greatest generation um, it just got to thine own self today.
1: No, that's not. Uh, a great that's where. One. Dice someone,
0: man? someone tells Data he's a nice man. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a nice man.
1: He's pretty gullible.
0: And this is what happened with his emotions. I'm. I've never been more certain, and I've never felt smarter than the moment I realized that one of those people from the Trieste just said, "Oh, so you're a robot? So you don't have emotions?" And he was just like, yep, "I guess so." That's it. Yeah. Yes, that's the deal.
1: He really does not question the Iceman part nearly as much as he questions the basic science principles.
0: Yeah, when she tells him that the fire exposing wood to flame will bring out the fire in the wood, and it's hard to see the water in the wood, but you know, it floats or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's uh he's like, Well that's some old horse shit. Yep, lady.
1: But when they go, yeah, you're an ice man. My came name is Jaden, and
0: I am an ice man, though. You came from the mountains. I'm 100% you're 100 sure
1: an ice man. Uh, I think your your mom was a yeti, and your dad was a regular man, and that makes you an ice man. And so that in your name now is Jaden, because that's just a good name for an ice man. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know. Understood.
0: Also on the 18th, um, he writes. Regarding writing continuity and consequences, etc., would you say Netflix has encouraged better writing? Mm. Um, I thought about this. Okay. And I actually think it was DVDs.
1: Mm. Because that was the first time you could really do a good binge watch.
0: That was the opportunity to binge. And I think it it would have been a few years after DVDs, once people were like, you know, people buy these and just watch them. Right. Like, all the way through. And it makes sense to put things in an order. I think that's when it really flipped.
1: Yeah, because uh, you know there were, a f- you know, honestly, when shows started to do that, even on pay cable, like even in the early days, things like Oz or whatever, that was probably right around when DVDs were were getting hot.
0: Yeah, I would think so. I think DVDs started to take off around 2000, somewhere between 2000 2004, somewhere in there, would be my guess.
1: So I, I uh, yeah, I think that's probably true. When they somebody realized the binge watching potential and that people might not want to watch a different adventure every single week they might want to watch like a cohesive story or something now Now, they still struggle with that
0: did Netflix have a part in that? Maybe because I mean you certainly could put all five seasons of whatever all five seasons of Monk that existed at the time on your Netflix queue and get them DVDs and just keep sending them back and forth yes but yeah,
1: that's how uh, Marjan and I watched uh, the first parts of Dexter I think Oh, yeah. It was just streaming those discs.
0: Man, there was a minute when we had Showtime, and I can't remember why we got it. Maybe it was to watch Dexter.
1: Who knows, yeah. Because
0: what else is on Showtime?
1: I'm trying to think. After that came things like Homeland and...
0: Yeah, we were already done with it by then. Yeah. Um, Oh, we did get to watch Gigolos. That was interesting. (laughs) It's a reality TV show about these Gigolos. Oh, good, a reality. (laughs) reality. They're uh, amazing characters.
1: I think I remember seeing clips of that on The Soup.
0: Yeah. Um. Also on the 18th, he writes. He did say he had a three. Was he driving? Was he texting and driving for three hours?
1: That's what I wondered when he said he had a three-hour trip or whatever. Did he say road trip or did he just say trip or in the car or what? Or is...
0: he said hitting the road with three plus hours of pod. Really he was going up to his dad's house in um in the hills.
1: Unless he was being chauffeured around, I don't know how he's getting those tweets out. I'm not nearly good enough at tweeting while driving.
0: Yeah. Uh, he wrote, how was 1996 your first concert? But he didn't, he didn't write more or less than that. Mm. So I don't know if that's early or late in yeah. his mind. Like, I was 15.
1: Yeah, it seems early enough, who cares? I didn't really... What, were you gonna go to some fucking children's concert or something? What's the deal?
0: Like, I don't know when, when he started listening to music that wasn't just the music his parents liked. Yeah. But for me, that was like around 12, 13. Right. So... You know, 15 It's not not crazy.
1: Also, I I don't know if you're... I mean, you're like me in a lot of ways. I don't really like people. I don't. I don't like crowds. And I don't like super loud noises.
0: And you have to factor in that we come from a not-doing-stuff family.
1: (laughs) One of the ultimate not-doing-stuff families.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like one of the main not-doing-nothing families.
1: Never took, like, such as a family vacation or, uh, or... Or didn't do a lot of weekend... Trips anywhere? Or just right. Didn't do a lot.
0: Um. It almost wasn't my first concert. My, <laughs> you know, what my first concert almost was. No. What? Uh, Bonnie Raitt. Oh. Yeah. Give them mom and Dad. To talk about. Mom and Dad were going to go to Bonnie Raitt, and they're going to take me. But then Bonnie Raitt was sponsored by Target. Oh, of
1: course.
0: And Target was giving money to Planned Parenthood. And so. You know they voted with their dollars by not going to that concert or any other concert for the next ten years. Suck
1: on that, Bonnie
0: Raitt. <laughs> Take that, Bonnie Raitt. She would still be in the zeitgeist today if I'd been at that concert. I'm ninety percent <laughs> sure, and I would have had something to talk about.
1: Yeah, it would have been rough though. It's a rough first. You would have sworn off concerts, right? I think. Yeah, first probably. Was Bonnie Raitt.
0: I don't know. I have seen. I did later see some. I have seen some concerts with mom and dad. I, so I'm not counting stuff like blues in the park or whatever. Yeah, that's music in the park.
1: Like a free festival doesn't really count
0: because a I can't remember the names of anybody I ever saw, and b I don't know that they had names that anybody would know, yeah, it yeah. might have just been who was gonna show up and play and uh play for that coiled turd statue in Plaza <laughs> de Caesar Chavez Park, right
1: yeah, Quesqual does look pretty shitty yeah when uh, like when Mar and I went to Jazz fest in New Orleans, fully half of them were just like local jazz bands, and it's like I don't right. know who these people are, but I'll watch them,
0: so it's like you know. I, did I go see The Amazing Rhythm Aces with Mom and Dad at the Little Fox Theater in Hayward or wherever that is? Redwood mm-hmm. City? I don't know.
1: Different, yeah. I don't know. Yeah,
0: the answer is yes, I did. But yeah, the first concert I went to see because I wanted to see a band was in 1996. Or yeah, events.
1: I don't know how many I've been to, but I, I think I've told this before, that at age 24 I realized I was I was too old for concerts.
0: Oh my god, like we went
1: to a nine inch nails concert and everyone was fucking elbowing each other and trying to rush like that thing that they do at the very beginning where everyone rushes the stage and we almost got trampled and I just went, you know what? I'm twenty four, but I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore.
0: I had an image of me being at a nine inch nails concert and waiting for the music to die down and then shouting the name of a red hot chili Peppers song like man. Play <laughs> <the same> <laughs> give it away now.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, they, the show bore a much stronger resemblance to Blue Man Group. Oh, my God. So there was a lot of stage work being done. A lot of props.
0: Not into it. Yeah. But I I have seen very few concerts in, in venues where there was enough of a stage for there to be stage work.
1: Yeah, yeah, this was in uh, Worcester, where the Worcester Sharks at the time played.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I saw... So the warped two or
1: once,
0: nice. Yeah, I saw the, the dancehall crashers. Three eleven
1: there.
0: No, no, it was, was dancehall crashers and uh, Blink one eighty
1: two. Are you sure three eleven wasn't there? I think
0: the Aquabats were there. Okay, all right. It wasn't like the San Jose State University Event Center. Mm. Um. Also on the eighteenth, little to say about zucchini. Ask Judah about my delicious cucumber water, though
1: does he have delicious cucumber water?
0: so we had a steak party a month ago.
1: Mm, that sounds good
0: where I went over there on a Saturday and we ate steaks. that sounds nice, and um you know, not everything went off without a hitch, like uh Ryan gave us assignments, but he didn't <laughs> give us he didn't give us like enough details so people brought ingredients for a dish instead of a whole cooked dish already and stuff Um, like that, and we kind of had to improvise with some stuff. Ouch. Um, But he did have a big pitcher of cucumber water sitting on the table. Uh Uh-huh. And I think, and I said, oh, great, cucumber water, and I think he thought I was making fun of him. (laughs) But no, it's refreshing. There's nothing against cucumber water. I drink cucumber gin.
1: I like cucumber water. I like going to hotels um, and drinking their... They're either citrus or cucumber water, whatever, sitting in the lobby.
0: Yeah, someone figured it out. It it tastes nice in water.
1: hmm I agree.
0: Uh, Marjan, of course, had some things to say about our last mailbag pod.
1: Let me guess. She was extremely complimentary and very encouraging. Did she tell us we were doing a good job and to keep doing a good job and keep reaching for that star?
0: Well, here's what she said. Oh, okay, uh, she said uh, Bowie's "Let's Spend the Night Together" isn't better than the original, but the end is redeeming.
1: Did we get to the end?
0: Uh, we, because I don't uh, think we could stand. I'm not sure we. End. I'm not sure we did. Um, but I guess the end goes. They said we were too young. Our kind of love was no fun, but our love comes from above. Do it. Let's make love. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's that's yeah, that would have been worth it for sure.
0: Um uh, apparently that's all less than hundred and forty characters.
1: It um, it felt like much longer, for sure. Yeah.
0: It's not great to read. Um then she finishes by saying, It's jarring, but that's not necessarily bad. It's the definitive glam rock version.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is the definitive glam rock version of a Rolling Stones song.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it is of all of the glam rock versions of Let's Spend the Night Together, that <laughs> is the, the one that you think of.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've heard many, and I always think back to that one. I always go, not as good as that glam rock version. Sorry, T-Rex or whoever.
0: Um, also, I guess we said a whoopsie, because she also wrote in to say, at Brother Date, Willow isn't the baby, two right, exclamation marks.
1: That's my fault. I think I said specifically that Willow is the baby, but who cares?
0: Such a great movie, by the way. I disagree.
1: (laughs) I mean, I've seen it within the last five years, certainly, and I I was not... I didn't feel it. Wasn't feeling it.
0: On the 20th, Ryan uh, wrote in to say, uh, at Brother Date, (laughs) is there an album of NES soundtracks performed by a classical orchestra? I would buy that.
1: Is he asking that on purpose because he knows there is?
0: Of course there is. But I'll do you one better. Like... Probably twice a year one of the Bay Area symphonies will just do music from the Legend of Zelda oh or yeah, something right. yeah like you can just get, you don't have to get the album you can see it live
1: yeah but if you like concerts
0: yeah exactly
1: yeah um, people will dress
0: people will dress slightly nice and tear up a little bit when it goes <laughs> i
1: I wouldn't be opposed to seeing something like that.
0: Here's what's weird. They're, like, twice as expensive as if you just go to see uh, a off or something.
1: it's the art that people demand.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> like, for sure the most expensive thing on the... Uh, do I have this year's program? <laughs> let, me, let me just see if Symphony Silicon Valley is doing anything bullshit like that this year. Hmm.
1: Marshawn and I were in Mountain View, uh, downtown Mountain View the other day, and we saw their, their, whatever, theater, whatever's in the downtown, and we realized we had never seen anything there. We've lived in Mountain View for five years.
0: Yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, this year they're doing Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban in concert, October 27th, 28th, and 29th.
1: Can't say I will care about that.
0: No, but they play along to the movie.
1: Sure. But I don't like the Smelly Potter movies.
0: Also, if you didn't see the first four in concert or whatever... Wait, which one's Prisoner of Azkaban? Is that the third one? I wouldn't know. There's a Philosopher's Stone, Chamber of Secrets... Yeah, it's probably the third one. If you didn't see the first two, this one's gonna... I mean, how are you gonna know what's happening?
1: Harry Potter and the Closet of Shame?
0: Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Uh, Also, on the 20th, he writes, at brother. I don't know why I read the at-brother-date part.
1: That's fine. Just in case.
0: You're right. It's at brother date. Any old goddamn thing.
1: Well, come on. Did we tell them that they could tweet any old goddamn thing at us?
0: Nah, that's exactly what happened. Okay. That's okay. exactly what we did. I'm
1: glad. I, as I was overreacting, I realized what had happened.
0: I knew for sure that that was something that I said. Yeah. Because that's. Uh, that does sound like you. That's that's my voice. But I was any old goddamn thing.
1: I was about to sort of lose my temper, and then I was. Uh, oh, okay.
0: Um, but I don't have Ryan's weird Puritan sensibilities. I do put the "n" at the end of "goddamn."
1: Yeah, what's the point of not doing it?
0: Nah, it's it's so it's less blasphemous that way. But don't right. worry. The next thing he had to say was, "Ooh, I found a Wiener Schnitzel in Livermore."
1: I can't say that's really surprising to me.
0: That seems like where there would be a Wiener Schnitzel.
1: Yeah, I'd believe that. There aren't any in my neck of the Bay Area.
0: Did you also see an A&W? <laughs>
1: yeah. We we went to a Nation's Giant Hamburgers up in that area. It was either uh, Livermore or Pleasanton. I can't remember.
0: I've never been to such a thing.
1: It was... Mm, fine. They were fine. Were they, we, they giant? We always, mm, they were fairly large. We always hear commercials on the radio for Nation's Giant Hamburgers. And, and so Marshawn wanted to try one.
0: Was this the AM
1: radio? <laughs> no no it was was because it
0: sounds like a commercial that would run during a san jose state broadcast that's all i'm that's all i'm saying it was Was 1590 kliv it
1: was one of the six or seven fm stations that has 80s weekend or 90s weekend okay i feel i i'm driving with Marsh on a lot and i very rarely hear anything that was made after 1996 so it is quite easy to get 80s and 90s radio around here
0: uh, also on the 20th, at Brother Date, Jameson staying... I assume he means stating or saying, one of the two. His boarding ETA seems more like a rewrite error than intentional. I mean...
1: Oh, no, yeah, I think that's true. I think okay. that could definitely be true, where they wrote that, and then they rewrote part of it, and they just went, eh, whatever. Because that happens a lot in Star Trek. That I get the feeling where they change one scene, and they go back to change... Or they change one piece of dialogue, and they don't change the other. Because it is... But, Insanely stupid that he'd be like, I'll beam up at uh, 1500. And then they're like, it's 1500.
0: Immediate cut to data who says it's <laughs> nearly 1500 now, sir. Here's the thing the only way that that error could occur is if there was like, it was from an, a version of the draft where there was more than one communication with Jameson before he came on board.
1: Or in the original version, he's like, "I'll be mopping fifteen, fifteen hours," <laughs> and Data just wanted Picard to know it was fairly soon.
0: Sounds <laughs> nearly—it's nearly that time now, sir.
1: <laughs> it's uh, almost fifteen hundred, so like fifteen minutes, I guess. I don't know. I—it's just such a dumb thing to write that it, I can't believe it. C- it could have been originally written that way. Cause why? Cause why?
0: Uh, it's um. It's it's like. It's like someone was like, how do they talk in the military? But then he didn't know anyone he could ask.
1: That's right. I call this the Aaron Sorkin problem.
0: So he just kind of guessed. Like, I gotta write some
1: some smart, witty characters, but I've never left this room. (laughs) What do I do? This is gonna be a real challenge. I'll get it done. I always get it done. (laughs) But I, I just hope I can fool everybody into thinking that I've been in society. And uh, by the way, as always, that's us doing more work than the writers. Yeah, that's because the problem. Because the real solution, the real answer to that is they just didn't think about it. They just did, They just wrote whatever. They did not care.
0: Um. Also, uh, on the twenty first, Ryan writes had a brother date. Look, dogs. You know, I took the ASVAB and DLAB before I did all the pushups and inspections. Right? Do you know what these things are, Matt?
1: As uh, Azkaban, That we just talked about that. That's these are one. like.
0: These are, like, tests that you take, and then they tell you what you would be good at if you were in the military.
1: Mm, and did it tell him, like, uh, logistic stuff?
0: I assume... I don't know if what's happening here is he is reacting to the episode where I think it's dumb that Tuvok is making him do a bunch of push-ups and shit.
1: It only gets dumber the more we do this project.
0: <laughs> or if he's if he has somehow closed... He can't have possibly reached coming of age. How far is it between um, too short a season and coming of age? Let me just... No, out.
1: that's true, because he just did the Jameson tweet. He is he really watching just... these? or He's not watching them, though. He's just listening to us, right?
0: He is just listening to us, but there's uh, there's two episodes in between those two, so okay. he would have had to listen to, like, five podcasts in that and day.
1: they are long podcasts.
0: And then they are very long. It's like, it would have been 15 hours of podcasts alone. <laughs> it's kind of insane. So I don't know... Uh... What was the name of that goddamn two... Oh, yeah, Learning Curve, right? Ugh. That was the same week as Too Short a Season. Yeah. So that's probably what he's responding to. Um, yeah, I'm not saying there's no tests, but it's like... It's, it's just ridiculous that they make you pass these physics tests and these big psych tests, and then they're like, just run laps. That's what we do here. That's what's going to be super important here in Starfleet.
1: It's really brutal.
0: On a spaceship. Um, I I bet they do a shit ton of push-ups at the naval academy. I'm oh, c- certain sure. that it. I'm certain that it's true.
1: Uh oh, and also, I just
0: I just can't imagine that that is what Tuvok of Vulcan thinks is important about it.
1: I, the only explanation we have for that whole thing, by the way, is that he is completely ignoring everything he did at the academy, and is just straight going fuck these guys. I'm not giving you any cool academy lessons. Yep. I'm gonna make you run a million laps.
0: You're gonna run around the cargo bay.
1: Cause fuck you.
0: Put on your jumpsuits and your '90s sneakers and run around the cargo bay.
1: I'm not even sure he says this is what we do at the academy. I think he, they, I think uh, Chakotay's like, you're not at the academy, right. Why don't you, uh, why don't you get these guys up to speed? And Tuvok went, oh yeah, no, I'll get right on that. And then he went, hey, uh, Bolian guy, you're a racial stereotype. That's Bullions, right, of Bolians. So now run 500 laps.
0: You know that race that never shuts up. Just always yap, 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 yap,
1: That's you. And I don't like stereotypes on my ship.
0: Uh, At Brother Date, Picard offers the con. Uh, I skipped one, but it's another one from Too Short Seasons. Right. For the same reason kids used to ask to see the airline cockpit. It's just cool. So, is the Admiral a (laughs) seven-year-old? Yes. He gets to fly the plane because he's seven.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also, it's a warship, and it's not... Uh, commercial airliner so that's right feels different but yeah i get it
0: i'm sure if admiral halsey ever came aboard a cruiser or something they were like you want to steer do you want to steer the ship
1: although i can already hear marjan tweeting at us that it's not a military organization and she'll this say she'll find a way a to tweet it so that it sounds like military and not military because it's <laughs> important <laughs> to say it the way picard would say it
0: it is true <clears> hmm <throat> On um, the twenty first, Ryan writes at brother date. I can't decide if Kate Mulgrew's character on Orange is the New Black is overacted or overwritten, but mm-hmm. I like her anyway. Well, then she's neither. If you like her, like what? You, what's your complaint? She's a little much, but you like it. It's not a problem.
1: Yeah. It's true. It's it's not a problem. But it is a question that I often have: Is whose fault is this? Is this the actor's fault? The writer's fault? Are these? Is were these? De- Director notes: Like, why? What is happening right now?
0: I mean, it's a it's a very fair question because that her character is it, just called Red, right? Yep. <laughs> is um, she's a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're way behind on those. By the way, I think we're we're in like season three or so. How many seasons? Which are there? I
0: don't know. which season was it when it ended? Where they escaped the prison and all just went and played in the lake and then went back to prison? That's the <laughs> that was the last episode I watched. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I guess the stakes aren't that high.
0: I think I'm two seasons behind now.
1: Yeah. Hey, yeah, Netflix. It is very easy to binge watch, and yet for some reason I do not. That's I'm right. halfway through that. I'm halfway through House of Cards, and probably a million other shows. I think
0: I've still got like four episodes of Glow left because I do not like Alison Brie's put-on Russian accent. Yeah. And character.
1: And by the way, they thought they must have thought that was amazing because she does it a lot. Yep. It happens a lot.
0: I had to skip the part where she was singing at that Russian party, so I was like, nope, 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 nope. Also on the 21st, I secretly think the mashed potatoes made from the flakes are the best ones. Well,
1: not a secret Mm -hmm. anymore.
0: Do you like how sometimes you get a mouthful of flakes that somehow didn't absorb any water?
1: (laughs) Or like just a hard bit?
0: Just a hard, just a crunch-o bit you go, in oh,
1: there? Oh, uh, that was gross. What happened? I stirred that thing for like nine minutes. How come it didn't... What happened there?
0: Do you like how it tastes a little bit, but not very much like butter? Yeah. They're
1: not great, but I'm not going to lie. There have been times where I've been like... Well, there have been many times where I've been like, I'm not going to fucking mash some potatoes.
0: There is no faster way to make mashed potatoes.
1: Yeah, I ain't going to mash them. That takes time. I'm not into it.
0: But if you cook them in a crock pot and then hit them with an immersion blender...
1: Oh yeah, blend those bad boys. You can
0: get a real creamy mashed potato that way and it tastes like regular potatoes. I don't care for potatoes in most forms.
1: That is interesting. That is a starchy treat and I am confused by what you said.
0: I like um french fries.
1: Okay. So but that's I one like, form.
0: I just like the salty outside of them. I don't care about the middle. The more they taste like potatoes, the less I like them.
1: How you feel about potato chips? Same. Same the less at? they,
0: the, the the more they taste like potatoes. The less I like them.
1: But if they got like a healthy flavor dust, if they're, dust on if they're them. real salty
0: or if they have a particular flavor dust, I'm into them. But I I like uh, tortilla chips a lot more.
1: Hmm. So you like the corn? I do like corn. Into the corn. Okay. All
0: right. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh,
1: interesting, so we can move on. But I'm not sure it was that interesting.
0: It's not. It doesn't have to be. This is mailbag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're 32 minutes in a mailbag. At brother date, there's definitely a temperature range where sleep is shitty or does not happen. Agreed. At brother date, this was. Uh, I am uh, still the 21st. I too am a compulsive tab app window closer. Good. It's bad when I start doing it to my coworkers, though. Yeah, that's crime.
1: <laughs> it's just go on. That's a criminal crime.
0: crime.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I don't like Marjan to use my computer at all. It makes me very unhappy, which I'm sure is what the conversation was about because she will open up 50 tabs and then just leave it there.
0: Then he uh, tweeted a picture of a Marine uniform. Mm. Um, and then he wrote, at Brother Date, See, this is, I think Twitter doesn't even attempt to keep it in order, but here's what he actually, here's what he has to say about that. Mm-hmm. Marine captain's uniform bearing World War II and Korea ribbons. Obviously not mine. He was not a captain. And he did also didn't serve in Korea
1: I was gonna say was that a joke so, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Also not grandpa's however mm. Cool dude you have a stranger's uniform
1: Yeah I think he's hoping that we will try to Get to the bottom of this mystery
0: Is it um Was your, was your grandfather into dudes? Oh boy did he, ha- did he have a dude friend?
1: Oh boy <laughs> Well,
0: he, Was he blasting submarine captain in the butt? That's all I'm asking
1: I think this is, I think this is probably the best way <laughs> to find these things out That's <laughs> This is the time to talk about. Issues Listen, you got
0: like to get yourself a far from heaven scenario here. You just have to ask these things sometime.
1: We are we we serve as an ad, an advice podcast for sure. That's right. So That's right. If you want to talk about your gay granddad, I'm into it. Let's talk about it. Also on the 21st. <clears throat> also, was he gay for a Korean man? It's important for reasons that I can't go into.
0: That's a good question. Uh, also, on the, also on the 21st. Uh, at brother date. Yeah, I was referring to the open concept bullpen. Mm. Cheaper than cubicles for sure, but man, we get interrupted so much. Damn it, this so proves
1: that he was able to to remember was, a thing.
0: To to <laughs> Penn's point, he was able to months later remember the context of something that we responded to months after we'd had the discussion about it. <laughs> right. Good. This Matt, is a good Matt way to... visited Tesla. This is the follow-up to the follow-up <laughs> to Matt visited Tesla. <laughs>
1: this is uh this is a good way to have a conversation. It's like telephone but but real slow.
0: It's like even worse postal chess. Yeah. Uh, then in the timeline, you know, I have you set, responding to him saying not a secret anymore, which I assume was about his shameful mashed potatoes.
1: It is, and weirdly, I just said it in this episode without thinking that, without remembering <laughs> that I had already <laughs> tweeted that. So that was my genuine response. Apparently, I did it twice.
0: Don't tell your secrets. As yeah. Though.
1: Don't say it's a secret if you're tweeting here. about it.
0: Uh, then he said a little bit of Lowry seasoned salt on there. I assume, again, that's about the mashed potatoes. <laughs> this
1: is an Jesus. important topic.
0: <laughs> Jesus H. Christ.
1: Everybody at home, tell us how you like your potatoes. This is, please, we need more material for next time. More potato okay,
0: material. So but do you get them in a box and, like, ration them out? Or do you get the... The packet ones. The packets. What about the ones that come in a little cup, like, uh...
1: Ooh, I think those are the worst, right? Like a bad macaroni
0: and cheese or something.
1: I think anything that comes with one of those peel-off lid cups is probably the worst version.
0: Yeah. There's definitely nothing that that's the best version of it, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. I think I've specifically had potatoes like that and was very unhappy with them.
0: On the 25th, he wrote, "Uh, Managing other people has definitely taught me you can like your adversary. Oh. So I guess we're at balance of terror. Um,
1: Also, who was he managing? Who he considered his adversary?
0: That doesn't seem like a healthy work relationship. (laughs)
1: Like, well, I don't really know what he meant by that. But that can't be the attitude
0: that your employers want you to have about your (laughs) employees—that
1: they're your adversaries. Yeah, I don't know. It feels really old school to me. Feels like the way like an old school steel magnate would see his workforce. But I don't think. I don't think Ryan has quite risen to that level. I don't think he can be an old school steel magnet. Not yet. Not yet.
0: Why do you say magnet and not magnate?
1: Mm, uh, brain trauma. Okay. I had to think about it, but I think that's probably what it is. I've been hit in the head. <laughs>
0: yeah, few, it's the it's, it's it doesn't have to be a big incident. If you get those repeated little incidents, it I can be the, the same damage. One
1: thousand percent. I got the c t e in my brain all around my brain, like my spinal cord. I probably got c t e in my neck for sure
0: that's you you got prions from eating the nerves
1: yeah the prion the the prions are an alien species they came to eat my nerves they've eaten <laughs> many of them twenty thirty percent of my nerves, and it makes it so that i am um it takes me a long time to think of explanations for why I don't say things that good
0: and that's why you got the bovine spongiform encephalopathy. And, that, seph- and, sepul- and Yeah, that's from. And Marsha knows what it is.
1: That's from the Seinfeld episode, the Sponge worthy episode, right? That's what yep. they we're talking about.
0: Um. Also on the twenty eighth, Ryan wrote at brother date. You're right. Officers don't leave their shit all over the place. That was uh, definitely from Enterprise.
1: Oh yes. yes they just was. fucking
0: left their food on the table and just walked out like fuck <laughs> just, it.
1: Just jumped. Like someone well, will clean it. Chef will cares? take
0: care of it. Assholes. Silent Billy, who leads the tours, will get this. That's right. And on the 28th, uh, Ben wrote, At Brother Date, you guys should do a sports roundup for the off week, and that's the end of the mailbag. And Woo! Matt, it is an off week, and that means it's time for a sports roundup, and I did not prepare a drop.
1: That's all right. I'll either insert one in post, or I won't. That's right. It'll go to you. right here. Bloop. Nice. All right. Wanted... World of sports. That Big week. A Big really week, actually. Co- yeah, well, football's back. College football. The important football. That is right. And I think that it, that's probably the best place to start. Because, uh, god damn, it's a long off season.
0: It is too long, although...
1: I don't know where they get off, dude. I feel like the NBA never ends. Soccer obviously never ends. There are sports that just go on and on and on and on. And, you, and then college football is over in an instant.
0: I have a proposal okay. for, that would solve this problem. Yes. Play it in the spring also. Yeah. Two national championships a year.
1: Yeah, why not? Still, just play it within the academic year, right? You take your break around the holidays or whatever, and enough of this dumb bowl season that lasts three weeks and starts three weeks after all the real games are done. Like, fuck that mess. Just do season one, and then season two. Agreed. I think that's a really good idea.
0: But this is (laughs) like, what's the explanation? Oh, we don't want them to play in the cold. Well, they'll play in December and January, though.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know why they don't. I mean, it's an extremely violent game, and so I don't think anyone really wants to increase the number of games for those reasons. But that well, seems like more of a pro concern than a college concern.
0: You just sub them more. Get get some of them redshirt freshmen in for the spring season, you know.
1: Yeah. And as long as we as long as we're not even pretending that a, that collegiate athletics has anything to do with aca- academics,
0: we all know it isn't. It just, doesn't and isn't.
1: Just go ahead and hand out like a 100 more scholarships and get a lot of depth on these teams. Just have, like, 150-man teams, and that way you can really just play a shit ton of games.
0: Look, what is the best part of any sports release? I'm going to open it to it right now. Please do it. It's the roster in numerical order where you can see all the numbers that are reused.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: San Jose State has two number twos, two number eights, two nines, two tens, two elevens, two twelves, two fifteens, two sixteens. So there's already a ton of people on the roster, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. College has huge rosters. Um the NFL they're not allowed to do that kind of thing. They got to have a strict 53 man limit, which by the way, when you think about it is insane.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> Like it's a,
1: how do you make it through a 16 game season plus playoffs with a 53 man roster?
0: It's a crazy weird number because there are there are 120 D1 A
1: Yeah, 130 now.
0: 130 D1 A Yeah. college football schools.
1: F, FBS.
0: Yeah. Yes. Every one of those schools is graduating thirty people every year that would love to play in the NFL.
1: Yeah, and it's a huge,
0: it's a huge pool. It's a huge potential talent pool.
1: Yeah, you go from one hundred thirty D ones and another hundred whatever D one A's, one double A, whatever the hell term. And players
0: from now. players from the um, football
1: championship championship
0: subdivision. subdivision
1: yep, and, uh, and make it into the NFL divisions. all the time. By the way, right. And so, you, and so, you, all of those teams, full of way bigger rosters, being condensed into whatever openings are available each year for thirty-two teams with fifty-three-man rosters. Yep. So you are really getting the cream, the cream of the cream of the cream of the cream at that point.
0: Yep. But you definitely could expand those rosters, and you would never notice.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if if we wanted them to play more games, I I, I would just be like, yeah, just add like a million more scholarships, and let's just let's go to town on it.
0: San San Jose State played this week. They played um, South Florida.
1: It was a super weird game. I so going into it, I thought there was a chance they could lose by ten touchdowns.
0: Um, like a legit
1: chance. Like they could really lose whatever sixty three to nothing or whatever. The most likely version of that would be
0: Uh, South Florida is not a long and storied program, but they've been doing real well lately.
1: Yeah, good last year. They hired a new coach whose track record is not amazing but for some reason enjoys a very good reputation charlie strong
0: dark he was, horse heisman candidate at quarterback
1: yeah charlie strong was really good as a defensive coordinator at florida where he was able to get nothing but blue blue chip recruits right. Then he became head coach at texas where you get nothing but blue chip recruits and texas sucked a dong for every year he was there so he had to go back down to usf for his next job but like it a little more human i'm sorry what
0: he likes it a little more humid. He gets <laughs> distracted if it's a little bit dry. He gets itchy skin. That's
1: right. He went to Austin. That wasn't the the humid part of Texas that he needed to be in. No, it's not in the
0: southeast. He didn't go to Houston.
1: He, uh, so he had, you're right, he had to backtrack back to Florida. And he inherited a roster that won, I don't know, 11 or 12 games last year anyway, or close to it. And, and ha- like you said, has a, a dark horse Heisman candidate at quarterback, really good running backs. Skill positions, they're pretty loaded.
0: Yep, preseason ranked number 19. That doesn't mean anything, except if you're not ranked in the preseason, you're not going to finish in the top 10. Right. But um, but they did get stopped uh, three and out on their first three drives. Then they got a first down before they got stopped on their fourth drive, and they were still, at that point, I think they had negative one total yards through, through their first four drives. And San Jose State did go up 16 to nothing in the first quarter.
1: Yeah, they With two
0: reasonably solid touchdown passes and a field goal and very good um, special teams that gave him great field position.
1: Yeah, the sh- the absolute <laughs> shittiness of the USF offense left San Jose State with good field position a number of times in the first quarter.
0: Yeah, and but, their punter kept putting it, San Jose State's punter kept putting it inside the 10.
1: Right. It's, I mean, at one point, Flowers, the quarterback, could not even hand the ball off. Yep. Do you see when him and the running back were wrestling over it?
0: Yep, and by the way, if you are a quarterback from a ranked school coming into face San Jose State, you should never get pressure.
1: <laughs> yeah, there should, you, you should it not. It just should
0: not be possible. You should never see <laughs> yeah. up close. You should never, here's here's what, you should never be able to see a defensive player close enough to read whatever they have um, scratched into their eye grease. Yeah, yeah, You know how everything has someone something in their eye grease now?
1: But he was sacked a couple of times and they were stopped behind the line a few times in that yep. first quarter and um you know and not only that coming into san jose state but does you kept saying i wish they you said i wish they would stop showing the, how empty the stands are
0: oh my god it was there was nobody there <laughs> i don't know it if it, was no a one warm... expects
1: football this early or it is, like...
0: it's early in the season san jose state usually has its first game against a big opponent on the road not at home right uh it was a hot day i don't know if that was a factor But like the stands were so empty. If there were five thousand people there, I'd be really surprised. It was, and the main camera angle they were showing was just looking due south at the at the end zone. Yeah. So you saw the end zone, and you saw uh, the left part or or the the southernmost part of the student section. And uh, guess uh, I don't know if it sounds like it's even back in school.
1: (laughs) I was gonna say I don't know where anybody was, but But there was nobody
0: there. there, and it was very disappointing to see. Yeah. It was not national T V worthy.
1: The thing the different thing about the West Coast and like uh the South or the Midwest is that even the shitty programs out there will draw. Like even the crappy western Kentuckys or of the world or whatever will they'll they'll fill the stadium up. Especially if the game's gonna be televised. Like they, they get they get the word out they're out there supporting the team, but on the West Coast, if you're kind of a shit program, people will just be like, nah, I ain't going to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, if uh, if South Florida had come in to SefQ Stadium, home of the Spartans, uh-huh. to, the play, <laughs> to play to uh, play Google, the stands would have been full.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%.
0: But nobody gives a shit about San Jose. The people at San Jose State care about getting into Google. That's right. So. Yeah.
1: Uh a little so anyway bit of a dis-
0: and it ended up 40, 42 22, right?
1: It was it was 16 nothing and I said to you there's still a good chance this'll end 42 to 16. Or I said it was actually they had just scored and I was like there's still a good chance this'll end 42 17 and then San Jose State missed the extra point.
0: That was blocked actually.
1: Yeah, and I was like uh well mm, oh, 42 16 and it very nearly was. Yep. I think it ended for yeah, 42 22.
0: Yep, sounds like they got. Was it two two more field goals or another touchdown? I was uh, in the air conditioning reading Game of Thrones by then.
1: Yeah, it was, once it became clear that USF woke up, it wasn't really worth watching anymore. They just started running right through the defense. Like, I don't know what the hell was going on
0: there. I watched the the whole rest of the for, at the end of the first half. It was twenty eight sixteen. So they yeah they put up four unanswered touchdowns after that um, quickly. Very very <laughs> yes, in short order. Yeah. Uh But but also the first half was like over two hours long. Because there were hella reviews.
1: That's the price that we pay to have things correct, which is another discussion entirely.
0: Yeah. Uh, So I was like, man, so it's going to be half an hour before this shit starts again. Yeah. Yeah, Anyway, I didn't watch the end, so I didn't see how the San Jose State got those extra six points, but it doesn't matter.
1: They're not good, is sort of the bottom line. (laughs) Like, uh, what happened in that first quarter was not because they are good. USF was... I don't know if they weren't ready for the season to start or they weren't ready for the time zone. I don't know what the deal was, but they looked so out of sorts. They looked really messed up.
0: Yep, for sure. And um, by the next, you know, the week of the next time we do one of these sports roundups, uh, they will have played Texas <laughs> and they will be facing Utah yeah. on the 16th. So, and those teams are both also preseason ranked, so it's um, well, they get they get Cal Poly this weekend, which is they, sh- let's hope they beat him. Yep. But it's uh, it's like going to be a rough start to the season for a bad team.
1: San Jose State schedules for the money, and I don't think that there's a better strategy because when you when you suck, anyone you play is probably going to beat you. You know. So you may as well schedule some bigwigs to come to town and whoop your ass and pay you half a million dollars or whatever. Well, they're in
0: one of the less well-regarded divisions to begin with, so their yeah. conferences to begin with. So it's not like they can schedule from a weaker conference, really? Like, yes. I guess Sunbelt.
1: Yeah, that's my point. I look at the schedule and I go, oh, damn, they're facing ranked USF, Texas, and Utah. Texas and Utah may or may not be ranked, I'm not sure. But they, they're both fringe-ranked teams, at least. And uh, that's that's rough. And then I think about it and I go, well, what the hell else are they going to do?
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, if you're playing out of the conference, I guess you could play the worst team in the SEC. Vanderbilt? Yeah, you could schedule Vandy.
1: You could schedule Vandy and get beat by Vandy, or you Yeah, but s- you'll
0: get beat 42 to 30 or something, right? Instead of...
1: Boy, I wonder if San Jose State could do that. They could
0: are, they, well, the, the, the real question is whether San Jose State could put up 30. I think <laughs> yeah. they could hold Vandy to 42.
1: Yes, yes. Vandy, Vandy not known for its offense. <laughs> yeah, or you can schedule Auburn and lose by a lot more, but, you know... But
0: make a million yeah, or something. They'll pay right? you
1: more, and it's as long. it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter at all. Right. So... It's really hard to be upwardly mobile in college football, and that's why programs like Boise and, um, back in the day, BYU and schools like that, you have to have a very specific recipe, and it's very hard to replicate. Every program that's managed to have that upward mobility had a very specific thing going on that, that you can't just model your program after. Right, well, know, it, well, or even he, like Miami back in the early eighties. It
0: wasn't I mean? the same, very specific thing.
1: Right, exactly
0: is the point. Like it's it's the unique every time. There's no to recipe to follow.
1: Yeah. So I don't know what San Jose State's recipe looks like. They've had successful years, you know, even in recent years, uh, David yeah, Fales' year. They they twenty fourteen
0: or whatever. They went eleven and two. Right. Yeah, and, they finished um, ranked. And, then and they and they won a bowl game.
1: But they can't. They are not consistent. I don't know. They what finished it ranked
0: twenty five. Right.
1: Yeah, it was in the twenties for sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: So but yes, I, but, the, but you know that was three years ago, and they're absolute garbage now, and they were terrible last year. Yeah. So like, they whatever the keep recipe
1: it. is, they haven't found it because they got no consistency at all. They have just occasional years where they show up, and you go, oh wow, I, I wonder why they're so good, and then they're immediately right back into the crapper. And recruiting is not the issue because many times, according to all the recruiting services who have as good an idea as anybody. They've out recruited a lot of the lower division teams, and even some. Yeah, other they're, division often, teams.
0: they're often they're mid- often like middle of the pack in recruiting.
1: Yeah, and that means they're ahead of most of the non-power
0: conference right. teams. So that means that there are sixty sixty teams or something that did a worse job recruiting than you. So let, let let's thought experiment. Hmm. I get hired to be San Jose State's athletic director. I think that position's is vacant. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Oh, the guy died. So
1: yeah, but I mean, who wants the job?
0: Right. Uh, and I go to the new head coach, yeah. whose name I don't remember because he's only coached one game and it didn't, it didn't make me want to remember his name. Um, Stroganoff. I
1: think it was B. Stroganoff. Was B. Stroganoff.
0: So I go, to, I go to B. Stroganoff and I say, hey, Stroganoff, uh, we're going to do this by my rules, and here's my first rule no JC students. Yeah. You've got to play the freshmen that you have.
1: Yes. Okay. Freshmen and
0: sophomores if you've got them, but no more JC students.
1: And then is that for program continuity, or what's your reasoning behind that? Yes,
0: I, I would like in a few years to have a team that has played together.
1: Okay, and, and I hope that that would help. Yes, you're going to eat a D. Yeah, it's going to suck for it's going to suck
0: for a minimum of two years. But guess what? It was going to suck.
1: Yeah, all we've been doing recently is sucking anyway, so that's not going to be different.
0: But it's like you know who you know who David Fales took all those records from, uh, Tefralis. Do you yeah. know why? Because played four years.
1: Oh right, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and and they weren't great back then, but they were better than they are now. Yeah. They're really bad. Like, they're not good at football, and I guess baseball's probably their God best sport. God help them, they keep doing it. They're somehow worse at basketball than they are at football, which I can never figure out.
0: I don't know, Doc, I bet if there was, like, a collegiate badminton, they'd be okay. You no, know, their best sport is judo, for oh, sure. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. But, but it does Of the sports that even pretend to count.
0: I mean, they are the best school in the nation in judo. Yes. But, it you know, it's, it's, uh, who cares?
1: Of the sports that have a chance at being revenue sports, and baseball rarely is, but occasionally yep. is, I, that, yeah, I think no, baseball's yeah. their best program.
0: Baseball's mm-hmm. definitely better than either of their basketball programs, and uh, definitely better than football. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they're a California team. All California teams are pretty good at baseball.
1: That's what's great about California, Texas, Arizona. Yeah, just that whole stretch from California through the South is like... Yep. A, all the baseball programs are good, and if you're in the north, uh, not so much.
0: <laughs> um, but, but you have probably have a hockey team, which we don't. That's
1: exa- yeah, that's right. I love Arizona State as a hockey team
0: now. Oh man, they must have a lot of long travels to <laughs> yeah, their road games.
1: They had a they had a two game series with Northeastern last year, and they lost something like twelve to one or something. there. they're they're still trying to beef up their program a little bit. Nice. Um. So. San Jose State. Okay, so yeah, your first first idea would be just play, play the shitty youngsters, and then hope that they, there's some continuity and some growth, and that they get better, yep. and that the guys behind them have a chance to grow and mature, and, 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 and act way, like a regular you, program.
0: And by the way, you can't even recruit from uh, from JCs yeah, anymore. No JCs. Yep. Until you until you've proved that you know what you're doing, and then we can start recruiting like a handful.
1: I mean, here's the problem they they recruit jcs for obvious reasons right they they can't get the really good recruits and so what they're trying to do is hope that somebody has been passed over who has talent and it's like a couple of more years that you can evaluate somebody's talent yep that they've they've played in jc or one year or two years or whatever it ends up being
0: well and occasionally as is the case with someone like fails yeah. What you get when you pick up your J.C. recruit is someone who got angry about sitting on the bench at a yeah. big program right? and left.
1: And I remember when Tate Forcier was supposed to play for San Jose State, and then at the last minute he changed his mind. Again, I don't blame him. He ended up being a nobody and going nowhere, but he was like a super highly touted recruit at Michigan, and then he lost his job. And he's like, well, fuck it then. I'm going to San Jose State. And I was like, oh, whoa, he's like really good. And then at the last minute he's like, yeah, I'm not going to go there.
0: Um, but even when you get one of those guys, you're getting a guy who thought he was too good to sit on the bench.
1: Not exactly a team player.
0: And so it's like, that's probably okay if that is a quarterback or a running back. Yeah. It's probably not great if that's a linebacker. Yeah. It's probably not a good mentality to bring in, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, speaking of sports update, my ESPN sound just went off on my phone. Um. Yeah. You. Yes. For certain positions, that can be okay. But for other ones, you need to be more of a, uh, a quiet leader on the team, and uh, that attitude ain't gonna help. But it, what I'm, I guess my point is: the bottom line, you need an organizational plan and a coaching staff that can pull it off. You need both things. So, say your organizational plan is what you've described as a start. That we're just gonna we're gonna try to act like a traditional program, and we're gonna get rid of this whole JC bullshit and we're going to we're going to play our guys and give them some experience and the guys behind them will will get backup reps and it's going to be like a traditional program. You need a coach who's going to be able to pull everything off and I'm not convinced they've had I think McIntyre was the guy and the problem is oh, yeah, as I soon probably. as you're the guy at San Jose State, you leave.
0: You then become the guy at Colorado or something, right? Like
1: there's no reason for you to stay at San Jose State if you can go somewhere else.
0: Yep. Um, what about San Jose State's defensive coordinator, or whoever? Who the uh, national broadcast helpfully let us know it used to be a backup answer for MC Hammer.
1: <laughs> they showed us some of his moves.
0: Oh, MC Hammer was at the game, so yeah. yeah.
1: Well, he's know. used to be he's
0: used to being in, uh, in a stadium that's under attended because he used to be a ball boy for the uh, Oh, the Oakland. A's? Was he a ball boy or a bat boy? He was a
1: bat boy. He was a bat boy for the A's. Yeah. Um I guess the bottom line here is that San Jose State's not good and I don't understand how they're gonna get good in the near but, future.
0: College football's back.
1: But yes. And Stanford play, that's that's my team and they got to play Rice, which is a beautiful gift, and they won sixty two to seven, so
0: Rice wasn't all amped up because um because their city was being destroyed?
1: No, it didn't seem to help them at all. And afterward, the Stanford, all the players and the organization, they were all tweeting all these things about how much they, they're they praying for Houston or whatever. And I was thinking, it's really easy to be uh, magnanimous. magnanimous in such crushing victory. I, I bet if... Uh, I bet if the if they had lost 62 to 7 you wouldn't have heard one tweet about how they're praying for everyone in Houston.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh Little League World Series. Speaking of magnanimous fans, Little League World Series was uh was this weekend. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. finals. Uh Japan won. Oh, okay. Uh, beating a team from Texas.
1: Old favorite Japan. Uh
0: this this particular Japan Little League this this um this city's league or whatever it's their fourth World Series win.
1: <sighs> Not surprised.
0: So they got it fucking locked down. Um, they like, beat Mexico really soundly on Saturday, and then at the end of the game, I think it was five. Was nothing. that the
1: international final? Like the, the international
0: final. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the game, they all went over and lined up in front of the Mexican fans and bowed to them. And the all of those fans and parents like broke out into huge applause. Yeah. And uh, made me choke up a little bit because yeah, I'm dude. getting old.
1: You're, you're. I would just
0: love to see that display of good sportsmanship and it being rewarded by fans of crying kids Our parents of crying kids you know
1: yeah you don't see that very often in any of the sports anymore what you'll you'll get it in things like army navy game right uh where they'll like play each other's songs and and uh and stuff like that um like in baseball after a game they don't even like they don't do like the high five line that i mean they do it but they do it with their own team like they'll yes, all meet on the mound right. and high five themselves for winning, <laughs> right? Which seems kind of unnecessary. Like you could probably do that in the dugout or in the clubhouse, right? Like,
0: right, we'll or just, just you know, you got a you got a lot of got a lot of games to play or whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: like what's the point of meeting in the mound after the game you won and giving each other a bunch of high fives? Like, why does everyone need to see that? But um, but yeah, you're right. That is definitely a sign of your age that you wish you could see more sportsmanship.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm getting real old.
1: Now, how long until you start complaining about end zone celebrations? Like uh, how, what, you're on track. So, where do you think that's going to land? Like, what year are we talking here?
0: Uh, I am so I'm so conflicted about it because <laughs> I love pulling a sharpie, yeah, and I love hiding a cell phone in the pad.
1: And don't you hate that all of these leagues seem to have forgotten that the entire point is entertainment? <laughs> that it is an entertainment industry, and that people are here to be entertained, and that's why they're spending their money. Not for the integrity of the game.
0: But here is the thing about that. If Uh-oh. that happened all the time, it would be diminished.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the no, really
0: spectacular ones. And here's what I don't care about. Doing like an alley-oop through the uprights. Or spinning the ball on its point in the end zone.
1: Yeah, but at least those are quick. That's true. The, the, it's true. I don't want everyone to do ha- to have like elaborate, fancy celebrations because the game is al- it, it takes long enough as it is. So I don't need like the extra time it takes to have like a really well thought out uh, celebration. Or the one
0: where the little guy goes and jumps up on each of the linemen and he lifts them like it's figure skating. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Like <sighs> you got to do you. that with
0: every guy. And it's just going on and on.
1: And by the way, it doesn't mean you can't respect the guy who just throws the ball to the ref. Because that cool. No, still I like cool. that too. That guy's cool. Yeah.
0: Um, but I, I can't. I'm not totally against end zone celebrations because when somebody really steps it up.
1: Yeah, I'm here to be God. entertained. If you got something cool to do after you score, I would like to see it very much.
0: And I, I just love to think about you sneaking and putting that cell phone up there before <laughs> the game, or <laughs> They're running never gonna around see this coming. all game with that sharpie in your sock. <laughs> I
1: know. And scoring a touchdown because you're an athletic freak and you don't... things don't bother you. Like a, like a pen in your sock. You're like, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I yeah, will definitely
1: score on these world-class athletes today. So,
0: And yes, would I have loved it if someone had spear-tackled him and that pen had broken and we're just like, why does that guy's sock have a huge black splotch on it?
1: <laughs> yeah, he bleeds black! He's a fucking wizard or something!
0: So I'm not that old yet. Um,
1: Alright. Well, yeah, I mean, there. this kind of is part of the conversation I I said was a, a different, a whole different conversation earlier, which is everyone's so worried about the integrity of the respective games that we now spend like 40 minutes per sporting event, watching replays.
0: Oh God. Yeah.
1: And I, I hate it. And I really hate the people who defend it because has anyone ever one time ever said, man, you know what my favorite part of that game was? when we sat around for six and a half minutes waiting for them to get that play right. They got it right! That was my favorite part of the game.
0: And and by the way... That's never happened. How fun was it? I mean, not fun, but like, how much energy did you get out of seeing a replay and seeing that it was a blown call and knowing that it was just... That was just it. And you could just be mad at the refs. Yeah!
1: And, and you could
0: blame like... everything on the ref, and you could talk to other fans and be like, you see that fucking bullshit call? Yep.
1: Yes. Exactly. That was, that was better
0: than waiting two and a half minutes for them to spot the ball at a different location or determine that, yes, the person was targeting and now they're ejected. Yeah, and there was exactly
1: 7.3 seconds left on the clock, so please put that back on the game clock.
0: Oh my god. And, yeah. Please reset the game clock.
1: And just to to make my argument stronger, those are the aspects, those controversial calls that people do remember from the sporting events. Exactly. And do talk about years and years later, things like the immaculate reception and things that now you would have to review 15 fucking minutes worth just to see whether or not that ball might have touched the ground or whatever. Now we have shit like in the NFL where you never even know what a complete pass is anymore by definition. If he like, if it rattles around a little bit in his arms, if he like rolls around on the ground and then the ball comes out after he's done like Three seconds of rolling on the ground. They're like, no, it's not a complete pass. Like, is oh, that? Good? It's gotten insane. Is that what we're looking for? That's what everyone wants. That's the entertainment that that we want to pay money for. Yep. So, anyway,
0: there was a there was a big prize fight.
1: Yeah, I did not watch it because I already knew what the outcome would be because everybody should have known what the outcome would be. And the oh, last the, time I the, watched.
0: The, that the person in his own sport who was 49-0... and 0,
1: Yes, the person who was the best in the world ever at his own sport...
0: Uh-huh, was gonna beat the uh, cocky Irish guy... <laughs> who'd been who, training
1: for a few months.
0: Yeah, who had been training for a few months and who was pretty good in, in another sport where he got to, uh, like, kick and wrestle and do a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, I know he's a puncher, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah. Like, I would have loved if he'd... Who was the guy who pulled down his pants in baseball?
1: Oh, uh, uh, Steve Lyons.
0: Yes, I would love if he'd had a Steve Lyons moment and just need him.
1: Well, I'm. I thought he was going to do it on purpose. So. Oh well, that
0: was always a very possible possible too. Because, so uh,
1: my theory was if he if he's not just going to lose because he's already agreed to lose because this is boxing and it's. It's right, up there because, with, it's right up there with cycling as, like, the dirtiest sport. win or
0: lose, he's making $75 million today. Yeah.
1: So if he hadn't just been like, yeah, no, I'll just lose, um, I thought, if anything, he would get frustrated by how he was not able to hurt Mayweather at all and do something super illegal to get himself disqualified and then be able to say, well, I didn't really lose, I was disqualified.
0: It was nice I, of Mayweather to agree to use 8-ounce gloves, though.
1: Yeah, Mayweather doesn't like the... Uh, the other gloves either so he nah. was okay because when you're at a lighter weight class they let you use different gloves Oh, okay that's he, right he, no- he they he up yeah he spent a long time at a lower weight class so i think he he likes the other gloves too but yes i mean it was definitely helpful to mcgregor but yeah no i mean look mayweather never gets touched yeah. and i know he hasn't really fought in a couple of years and i know he's 40 but no one ever touched him the best boxers of a generation no one could hurt him
0: yeah, it wasn't going to be conor mcgregor right um and the last big was, fight that, that i story.
1: i watched was the mayweather pacquiao fight and that was such a snooze fest that i i wasn't really interested in this one
0: yeah i didn't see this one um i don't know if it was entertaining or not i uh i did see the action that led to the fight getting stopped yeah and um yeah i would have stopped it too he wasn't defending himself
1: yeah he could not get his hands up at all
0: Yep, so. that's how it goes. We made it to the 10th round. He didn't exactly disgrace himself.
1: And by most people's measure, he won the first three, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't mean anything for Mayweather in particular. Right. Because his game is not, I'm going to go out there and knock you out. His game is, I'm going to get you super tired. I'm going to get you so tired chasing me around the ring, and then I'm either going to outpoint you because you're not going to be able to throw any punches in the later rounds, or eventually I'll wear you down and knock you down. Yep. And that's exactly what and he did. the same roughly, thing he's done forever.
0: Roughly half of his wins are by knockout. He's not... It's not like he can't... But that's it's not a like high he percentage. he has to wear you down, but that's not crazy for... Yeah,
1: yeah that's a low percentage because most of the time when you win in boxing, it's because you you finally just beat the dude's brains in and he, either yep. it was called or he fell down. But um, but yeah, his game is to just kind of wear you out. I mean, you can chase him around all you want, but what good is it going to do you? So. So, yeah. so yeah, that was a big one. Um, the A's suck, the Giants suck. That's your baseball roundup.
0: I think probably the most exciting and most important thing that happened in sports um in this last week is uh the Spy Party Competitive League <laughs> Diamond League Championship.
1: Oh, the esports.
0: Yeah, that's right. So this is the, you know, this is the top of the game. Uh it was crazy Kaylee, two-time defending champion going up against KCM.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Kaylee won 13 uh 13 to 11. Um but in I want to say in the third game, mm-hmm. KCM brought out a, a, a brand new technique that no one had ever tried before, where he um, deliberately continued to red test his uh, his time ads to make a beeping sound that was intended to mimic the sound of the game being in overtime, <laughs> which means that the spy's about to win. So he was just hiding in a corner, pretending that the game was in overtime, hoping to get a wrong shot.
1: Did it work? Uh, it
0: did not work. Oh. But it was a brand new technique and it uh it took the Spy Party community by storm but um, unfortunately it's a little bit of a one and done thing where it's like now people know.
1: Well, people I, be looking for that. Maybe, but less experienced players, I mean that's now something that sure. that you might be able to fool somebody with. Not maybe not the top level players, but you can bet that people just playing Spy Party on their own are going to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to try that out."
0: Apparently he'd been uh, he'd had that technique in his back pocket for uh, for a few months, so
1: just saving it up for a big match. Save,
0: saving it up, got all the way to the championship game and uh, and pulled it out. It just didn't work. And How
1: long are the tournaments or seasons?
0: Uh, the seasons, uh, well, this year uh, for for the for the third Cycle. season, it okay. was uh, ten weeks in the regular season plus one makeup week. Uh, and then uh, about 2 weeks for the playoffs
1: okay and how often do you watch the spy party league and how often do you watch it live uh twice a week and live both times
0: uh well i watch the broadcasts live but they're usually replays although right. sometimes they'll throw a live match in the live matches take a little longer
1: right cuz they yeah all the setup cause they have stuff.
0: all the setup and stuff that doesn't happen during the during just the the replays um but uh i will watch there are I do follow. There's a a Twitch bot that tells you when someone's streaming Spy Party. Nice. So I will, if it's someone's name that I recognize, if it's someone who's in the SCL, I will uh, I will log in and watch sometimes.
1: Now, how often do you play Spy Party?
0: Uh well, I played it with you that one time. So that's it. And then I've played the practice missions a couple of times in the last month. Hmm.
1: We could play again. We not should...
0: played. I've not played against another opponent.
1: I would say we could find a time to play again, but given the amount of time that you have watched Spy Party, I feel like I would most definitely get destroyed. Because if there is anything that you can glean from watching it, you, you have gleaned it.
0: I've seen all of this. I've seen so many hours of Spy Party. You're right. I have picked up whatever it is possible to pick up. I
1: would be the... in there making all of the most rookie mistakes. Here is the
0: thing I don't think that any of the strategy that I've seen would be useful against you.
1: Because I don't know how to play. And the the strategies they are are using are against people who know what they're doing.
0: The strategies are designed to fool snipers who are doing what the current metagame is for snipers. You know, like, well, you can do this because the sniper's watching for this, and you can do this because the sniper's watching for that. Whereas Matt is probably trying to remember how to shoot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody, in case we have not explained this in the past, Spy Party is an online game where you one person plays as a spy at a party trying to accomplish missions, and one person plays as a sniper shooting at them from through a window. They only get one shot, and so they have to make it make sure they're shooting the right person.
0: And um, the snipers on a and the spies on a, a pretty restrictive time limit to yeah, accomplish have, his goals.
1: Right, and we've probably explained that before, but just in case we haven't. Yeah, my problem when I was playing it the first time, it didn't really matter. because because you were playing it for the first time, basically, too. Yes. But I have no idea how to act like the computer.
0: You gotta do, just do the, some of the practice modes. And yeah. Then...
1: I would just be making... My guy would be super obvious. <laughs> just, like, walking around doing random weird shit and, like, <laughs> rushing to all the objectives, and it wouldn't be subtle at all. It would yep. take... T- I imagine it takes a long time before you can figure out how to play, like, the computer.
0: You know, I think... I, I bet that we could... Um... We could even those odds up a little bit by picking game modes real carefully. Like if we played um, Known 1, where you have literally just one mission to accomplish and I only have one mission to guard against.
1: Yeah, something where we... uh, And I feel like I'd have to beef up in some matches that you weren't watching so I could learn a little bit without you watching me learn.
0: (laughs) Unfortunately, there's no way to play a match single player.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'd have to. There's no
0: sniper AI to play against, and there's no destroyed. spy AI to play against as a sniper.
1: I'd have to go get destroyed by somebody on the internet, which I never, yeah. look, never really look forward to. Well,
0: here's the thing: there are so few people playing this game that you can't even find. It's difficult to find. Like, I went into the room um, on for Sunday. Someone's... No, no, there were people in there, but it was all the people from the spy party competitive league oh, who had played ten thousand games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And uh, so I was like, "Don't play them." Yeah, I was like, "Hey, how do you get started playing this game?" cuz I don't want to play somebody who has 10,000 games and they were like, "Yeah, you got to do just do the practice missions until you can uh until you can complete the known 8 mission practice without um time adding."
1: Huh. So they they give you kind of a good starting st- a training regimen to start with.
0: That was that was what was suggested to me, mm-hmm. so. Um and with no pathing errors, they said. They don't yeah. tell you what a pathing error is, but I guess it means, like, <laughs> don't goof up and stop before you get to the part of the room where you're allowed to complete the mission and then have to, like, scoot forward.
1: That counts on you to be able to determine when you're making a, a whoopsie, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, don't make any, until, yeah, when you feel good about your ability to do Nonate.
1: Then you can go adding. in and play somebody and stop feeling good.
0: Then, yes, then it's time to stop feeling good about yourself. But I think if you and I played against each other, we wouldn't have to go through all of that, but we would have to figure out what worked. We could try it sometime.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, look, I think the only real way if you're going to play online games to not feel like a stupid fucking idiot loser is to basically play the game from the moment it comes out. Yes. Now, if it's anything like other games of its genre, you'll still be behind people who play those things obsessively, but at least if you can, like... The new Call of Duty came out, and you're playing it from day one. Then you know the specific quirks of that game and the maps and missions and things like that, where you probably won't ever feel like you're way behind. So that's probably what we should do: is we should be one of the losers who gets it on day one.
0: Just pick a game, and just then even a if it game sucks, and so what?
1: Play it from day one, just so we don't feel as bad about our performance. Yep. Dog, we're so old.
0: I'm so old. I ain't
1: got no reflexes no more. I figured yep. this out the last year I was playing softball. It was like, <laughs> oh no, I don't have any reflexes anymore. Like they're gone. The ball is just past me. They're like, you can play the hot corner. You you play third every year. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's yeah. do it, hot corner. And then I'm like, hey, where would the ball go? Where is
0: it? <laughs> I just watched it go right by me, and then my. How arm does move. the
1: batter play hidden ball trick? I'm confused. Like I look
0: like lol up here. It's very bad.
1: I know the ball went to the plate, but I don't know where it went after that. It's not <laughs> good. So I, twelve year olds are really going to start to savage us badly.
0: Yep, on the internet hmm. games. Well, what we what we need is a community of other old people who aren't that good at oh, video games. Oh, is
1: there a slider for that or like a a filter for a, a lobby where it's like 35 and over only?
0: Oh my god. If I have never could, seen a game that had a 35 and over lobby, but I would could love it.
1: Find a way to really manage that so that people weren't lying about their age, like, you know oh what, man. Do
0: you know what would be great about that? The chat would be so good. The
1: chat would be amazing.
0: People, people would be like, I don't know, man, I I guess my favorite Soundgarden song is Black Hole Sun. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: hey, I'm refinishing my hardwood floor. What do you guys use for that?
1: Yeah, sorry about the noise. Got a yeah. con- got c- contractor in here. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very distracting.
0: No, I mean, I know I should watch him, but it's like, I don't want to talk to him. Like, I just, I just assume he knows what he's doing.
1: Did I, did I uh, see the latest NCIS? Yeah, I saw it. What kind of question is that? I saw NCIS New Orleans. That's what old people watch, right? Is that a yeah. show?
0: Anyway, that was what was big for me in sports this weekend, was Spy Party. Uh, it's up on uh, the Twitch Spy Party channel. There's a VOD of it if you want to watch it.
1: I've watched uh, some of it in the past when you directed me to it. And like I was saying, they explain some stuff, but they don't go nearly deep enough in the explanation as to why I know what the person did was stupid. Like... Why is that stupid what they did or what should they have done? They'll be like, "Oh no, that wasn't a great move." And it's like, "Uh, yeah, but I need to know why. I yep. need to know what about it gave that away. Otherwise, I I won't I won't be able to play this."
0: Now, this was the this is the highest possible level of play. Yeah. Anyway, this guy crazy Kaylee has won all 3 seasons of Spy Party. What? Yeah, so, He's pretty much pretty much the best, but the only won 13 to 11, so it was close.
1: Ooh. All right, well, that was a sports roundup, everybody. There you go. We did it. Mission accomplished, and we're going to end this one so that it's not a three-hour pod. We're going to get out. Does that sound sound like a plan?
0: Oh, it sounds like the best plan. It's
1: a really good plan, everybody. So, next week is a Star Trek. Do we know what episodes we're watching?
0: Oh, boy, do I know what episodes we're watching. We are watching, and I have not seen any of them yet. Yeah, me neither. The Return of the Archons. Okay. Symbiosis.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Lots of themes the circle you know what i'm glad it's gonna be symbiosis because i think we're gonna be able to find a take
0: i think so too
1: (laughs) (laughs) expect some points on premise for next week also it's
0: got some real king solomon like wisdom in it oh yes it does (laughs) they definitely cut the baby in half Mm -hmm. uh for voyager we're watching twisted um Mm -hmm. which uh Is not the one where they turn into alligators. And then we're watching Vox Sola for Enterprise.
1: Yeah, we talked about this last week, what that could possibly be. Uh, That could be any goddamn
0: thing. Yeah.
1: Cool. So uh, those who are playing along, just the one person. Has he sent us his scores yet? I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Uh, He has not
1: yet. (laughs) Okay, all right.
0: But I bet he'll get them to us by Monday. The two weeks that he was burned, I think, bother him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we just powered through on a weekend and we're ready to go on Monday
1: so he, uh, he is playing um, that's what we're doing next week everybody send us some more mailbag fodder uh, it's at brotherdate uh, go to brotherdate.com if you want to uh, listen to any of the older episodes or whatever and then um, check out the iTunes for the same reason and we will be back thank you
0: bye bye and he said a little bit of Larry's season salt on there I assume again that's about the mashed potatoes <laughs> this is important stuff. Jesus H Christ
1: everybody at home tell us how you like your potatoes this is please we need more material
0: please subscribe